0: look at yourself the first thing in the morning but do you know yourself your SELF self who am I who are you why did we get born into this world where did we come from before before we we were born where did we come from Did we just come out from the mom's womb and that's about it is that the beginning it's at the beginning of our life when we came out in the hospital from the mother's body and then we carry on life and, and finally after maybe a hundred years, if you live up to a hundred years old that could be the same place where, where we end our life, in the hospital we get buried eight feet, ocean view Do you know what Ocean View is? Well, we said Ocean View and you know where you would go when you died, when we died. And we have a whole story between the time we get up from the mom's room and the time when we, when we were underground in Ocean View where people spray flowers on top. And then, that's the end of the story. We live from day one to the day when we end, and uh, in between, we've gone through a lot. Different people gone gone through different environments, different circumstances. In my mind, I always think that when I meditate, I always imagine that everybody has a script in life. You roll your script. You carry all your actions in the script In other words, you are, you are the script writer of your own life You are the director, you have been the director of your own life You are the actor of your own life And you may not know You should also be the audience of your own life If you are an objective, righteous, audience of your own life. It would be different if you didn't have any audience. Because when you become your own audience, you will look back, did I do this right? Um, You analyze yourself. So usually people just act. People just wrote their own script, perform it. They never contemplate on, on what did I do? Why did I do that? If I had to do it again, would I do it this way or that way? If you only look at that, when you're on the watch of dying in the hospital, it's too late. It's too late, because you're ready for ocean view. You should look at it earlier in life, when you were young. When you were a teenager, but nobody told you to do so The Buddha told you, but you never listened Because you were not interested in the Buddha's teaching Or not just the Buddha Many, many saints in life told you in a lot of writings But you were not interested You were only interested in the Epicurean pursuit of materialism You like satisfaction of your senses You like beautiful things, expensive things, brand names You like luxuries You like fame, reputation Uh, You like people to praise you Um, You like eating, you like sleeping, you like partying You like movies And you just perform You're not looking back at you Isn't this the time that we should do something about this? When we come to say, who am I? I think the question is I have this body and I have this mind. So my which I always repeat, which I think for old timers in here is worth repeating, because that's how you contemplate I am made up of my own body and my own mind. If I didn't have a body, I don't have I If I don't have a mind, then I don't have an eye. So the body and the mind, a body is a whole mass of molecules that you can see. And uh, and we call that material. Material is a combination of molecules. You know that. Let's go to the biology of the body. We have an internal part of the body and the external part of the body. Our internal part of the body is being the heart, the spleen, the liver, the kidney, the lung You know them because you have them The fact that you have internal parts of the body They all by themselves, they don't work out Because you you need to interact with your surroundings, with the body when you need to interact with the surrounding of the bodies, what do you need? When you have a company, you set up all your products, everything is inside. You, you, you display in your showcases all this good stuff that you want to sell. Don't you need any salesman and sales lady? You need them, right? So, what are your salesmen and your sales lady? Your salesmen and sales ladies in your company interact with customers instead of everything surrounding you. And what are your salesmen and sales lady? They are important, you know. They help you to bring business. And if they don't work well, you lose business. So that means in your business, this sales lady and sales this sales lady and salesman they can make you or make make your company or break your company don't you have to study these salesmen which are so important let's study them in here your salesman is your eye salesman your visual salesman and then your ears your sound salesman that interact into our environment and then your nose that smell and then your tongue that taste and then all your internal organs body is just summarizing it we cannot just go on because the skin has sensibility too the skin has hairs into it the hair has has a sense of tactility touch that's the body everybody's body is different some people have a good complexion some people does not have a good complexion they're different but somehow their functions are more or less the same unless they don't work if the eyes don't work, the ears don't work, and those don't work, then you're deficient in some. So that's the body. And your body correspondingly interacts to different environments. Your eyes cannot see sound, right? Your eyes can only see material. Anything that is a solidification of masses is material. And then with the ears that listen to sound, which is a conglomeration of frequencies and vibrations and then you have the nose which interact with frequency and then you have your tongue that interact with taste Why do I need to tell you all this? You know The Buddha told me all this, told us all this The Buddhists get into details of who am I, who we are The Buddha didn't say, you believe in me You have complete faith in me and you'll be excused Your sin will be washed away As long as you believe in me The Buddha said, analyze Analyze everything in life Analyze yourself Do not just build up up a blind faith And suddenly believe in it You have to understand why you believe in it So Buddhism is teaching that say Analyze analysis, not just blind belief in faith. So that's what the body is all about. If you know yourself, then you know others. Then there will be no conflict. So the mind, your mind interacts to everything. When we say everything, your mind interacts to visible things and invisible things too. In the sutra, we said there is eighteen rams. That we essential beings, we attach to, we react to, and we stubbornly adhere to, or we get seduced by, enticed by, by them. And in the process of this seduction of the environments, or in your wrongful reaction to environments, um, your mind is the forerunner, your mind is the manager. And in the very beginning of this session when Lee talked about the managers isn't here. The managers isn't here. Have you been a good manager of your own mind? Have you got a good mental manager in you? If you have, how come you become mad? How come you curse? How come you lie? How come you commit all these wrongful deeds that you shouldn't have committed? How come you commit sexual misconduct? How come you kill? animals for food. How come you become so selfish? Your, your, your manager should be the rightful manager that is flawless, that wouldn't inflict any, any pains on any others. That would only bring you calm and serenity. Now we talk about this material that relates to all the molecules, the biology. And all this perception, conception, volition and consciousness relates to the mind, to the invisibility of you. If you memorize this, then have you know, meditation, you can contemplate on it. That's what we call insightful meditation. Or that's what we call vipassana. Meditation has two parts to it, you know. The samatha and the vipassana. The samatha is just to get the concentration because our mind has not been concentrating in other words, all our cells have been going all over the place not organized Samatha is to organize them and put it under one control but organizing them is not enough, you need to educate them and that's that's the Vipassana part of it, of the meditation so material, we've been talking about it This material of course is related to our body This this material also relates to our circumstances That are material That our mind interacts to Because it's not just me, it's also you, you are a material This is material, everything is material What is not material? So material in, in a very restricted concept is me or you the body, but in a very wide sense, a comprehensive sense is everything is material. Now how about perception? Conception, volition, consciousness Perception, sensory organs, contact environments When your eyes see, your ears listen, your nose smell, your tongue taste and all that that means your sensory organs are interacting with the environment in all the circumstances so that's what we call perception, we perceive that's the first step our eyes see, our ears listened. that's the first step but when you have already done that when the sales lady or have already done that he's gone through a second stage which is conceptualization conceptualization is when you see a column there. It's a column, it's a rough image of a column, but you still have to conceptualize it. What color is that? It's red. It's round. It's 20 feet. You have to assess it. You will automatically evaluate it. Just a sales lady will automatically evaluate the customer. This customer I can talk to more This customer wants this kind of jewelry This customer does not want that kind of jewelry You would, when you're in the process of of interaction You assess, you analyze the customers Just as you assess and analyze all these things As I always give an example When a young man sees a beautiful woman Not just the image he would assess. He would say, "I loved it. It's a nice body. It's beautiful, or sexually appealing." You assess it. You attach values to them. You evaluate them, and you don't know about it. When you evaluate, something comes out. You don't know about it. In sound, somebody says something wrong, cursed you, you assessed it, and you get mad. When you get mad, you yell back, you shout back, you kill, you hurt. Because you react to them. Not just responding, you react. When you react, you know there's a difference between reaction and response? Reaction is with emotions, and response somehow is more with rationality. That Buddha taught us to respond and not to react Respond with rationality You cannot help responding to things because you live So that's conceptualization You assess that from the memory of the past You assess that from the expectation of your future You assess that at the present situation So you also assess with respect to the past, the present and the future That's what your mind do Your eyes cannot assess past Can your eyes see something happened 100 years ago or last year? Your ears cannot listen to yesterday's sound But your mind can Because your mind can dig out a file And say this is good music This is jazz This is rap This is classical Because your mind, it goes back to the mind that assess all these things and you attach your, your original values to them you stigmatize them you discriminate them here comes a Chinese this yellow guy here comes a black guy here comes something I hate here comes something I like so your hatred, your, 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 your liking your evaluations, they're all biased according to your previous history What have you got in your files? What did you get in your archive files of this past? All these biases in the file that you dug out I only started about say I'm a teenager, I'm 15 years old I'm 12 and how come I have a how come I I'm so biased. I didn't learn anything about bias. How come I automatically become biased? How come I automatically become becomes, um, attached to sexuality? How come automatically I, I, I like stealing, I like lying, I like cursing, I like alcoholic, I like intoxication? How come I like this? Because that's been in your files. And this file you build up not only for this life. You already have accumulated all your archives since many many lifetimes ago. Why did the babies, a newborn baby, like certain things, love certain things, and hate certain things? Because it's already already in his consciousness. So we've been building up files. And somebody's file has a lot of, they have a very thick file. Which help them to be more compassionate. They have a file of compassion. They have a file of loving kindness. They have a file of courtesy. They have a file of piano music. And this life is a genius. It's a prodigy. It's a child genius because that file is so thick. And what files have you got in yours? You know. So, this is. Conceptualization And after you perceive them, you conceptualize them, what do you do? Basically, you express them in two ways You express them into actions, or you explain them into speech And your actions and speech have three natures in them One, just generalization, good action, good speech Another, bad action back speech. Third, neutral. Not good and not bad. Which, just for the purpose of summarizing, of course, this, so in between the good ex- and the bad, there's a lot of, uh, uh, between the two extremes, there's a lot of fluctuations. If you use Excel, if you use a computer, maybe you can break them down and say, this is a little bit more anger, and this is a little bit more kindness. But just for the sake of talking, there's two extremes, you fall into those two extremes. And if you express them into action If these actions are not good What are these actions? Just for the sake of summarization You kill You steal You commit sexual misconduct These are the actions generally, generally, right? And if you express these things into speech What do you do? You curse? You lie? You tether town, you double-tongue, you're flatter You know These are just two expressions And how about those that haven't been expressed? That's hidden as seeds in your consciousness Waiting to be sprouted If the circumstances come They sprouted into either good or bad Not just bad, they also sprout into good Not just weeds They could be rhododendron, azalea ivy, roses, so every morning when we look at the mirror we say this is me I'm a combination of body and mind if you know yourself then you know others if you know yourself you know oh I have my archive files I don't want to pull out my archive bad files can I pull out all my good files yes you can and can I build up more good files? Yes, you can. Can I get my files organized? Yes, I can. Can I build up a file of confidence? Yes, I can. You can actually build up your own files. Put away all your files of depression, your file of intoxication, your file of hatred, your file of violence. Put away all those files and just take out the good files. Buddhism, The Buddha's teaching is to teach us how to build up these good files Build up these files of enlightenment Build up this file of courtesy and loving-kindness Build up this file of joy and equanimity That's that! Nothing about prostration, flowers, burning incense Nothing about looking for fame or reputation fame and reputation, even if you don't look for them, they would come. Why? There's no forceful... There's nothing that forces certain acquisition. In other words, if you're not entitled to it, it it won't come to you. If in your life you say, I'm poor, it's because of your files of poverty because you didn't do any, 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 you haven't germinated, cultivated any causes that enrich your life to bring you the fortune you haven't cultivated the causes there's cost and effect every file have a file folder and that file folder is a file folder of cost and effect it automatically has that file, I always imagine, that file is, is a computer that computer automatically have a program of cost and effect in it whatever cost you cultivate, that certain effect coming out not arranged by God, not forcefully arranged by you it's by the automatic program that works in cost and effect if you put in this cost, you have this effect if you haven't put in this cost, you have no effect isn't that scientific? If you, if you haven't, if you're not interested in coming to the temple You probably would not interested in driving to come to this temple You probably would not be interested in listening to, to what's about this temple Probably you won't be even interested in meditation So there must be a cause for you, for your presence to be here today Don't tell me I come for no reason whatsoever Don't tell me that There must be a reason There must be a reason to make you who you are today. And uh, that book is good, I read J- by James Allen. As a man think you are what you think, you are what you thought, you are what you have done. There's cause and effect in it. Every thought, you must be careful of it because it gets thrown into your file. Every thought, every thought cultivated, what leads to certain action, speech, and if that action, that speech has been repeated, 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 and it becomes habituation, it forms to your personality. When it forms to personality, that's responsible for your success and for your failure. From the first day you were a baby to the time when you were born, if you have a hundred years, and maybe you have already walked many miles already. You could be in the middle of the pathway of practice, but it's never too late. The only time when it's late when you're under ocean view for this life, you're late. You have to start another life in the next life. Even if you have a few days left, those few days are the most crucial for your next life you can change you can shuffle your files put your files of compassion in front, your files of confidence in front so it's never too late to mend get to know about it it's late when you don't care about it it's, it's late when you don't have a willingness to change it does not matter when you have a, whether or not you have a willingness to change change, changeability it's the law of the universe Nothing is unchanged You could be changed for the worse You could be changed for the better Which way you choose? Hoping to see you next time If you don't care Then maybe I'll I don't know Should I see you in your next life and my next life? I don't know <laughs> Well we must have seen each other In previous lives Otherwise you wouldn't have come here